Guys, if you're listening or watching this podcast, unless you're a stupid wee hater, you're a fan of the podcast. But if you want to get more from it, you know, you feel like, do you ever just get a watermelon and then you just feel like you have to do a lot of cutting to get a wee bit of flesh, but there's a lot of other parts of the watermelon that you're not seeing or you're not getting use out of, and you're like, oh, fuck, I wish I could get more out of this watermelon. See the Sly Guy podcast as a watermelon and get over to patreon.com forward slash podcast where you get pips, you get seeds, you get rinds, baby, you get all the works. You get a guest podcast on a Friday, you get an extra Sly Boy, Sly Boy? <laughs> you get the extra, not the extra Sly Boy podcast, you get the extra Sly Guy podcast. The extra Sly Boy could be something entirely different on a Monday. On a Tuesday, you might get dog walks with Davey. I have a backlog and I still haven't bought mass to get those guys out, but they'll be there. On a Wednesday, you get an early release of the podcast. And hey, on a Thursday, you'll get something else too. We're working it out. We're figuring it out. But all the extra magic is over there on patreon.com forward slash podcast. So go over and subscribe now for as little as two points. It's like buying me, I don't even know what's two points. Buy me a, a Freddo or some shit. You know, that's probably Mars bar ice cream, that kind of thing. Or you know me, since I'm a physique guy these days, like buy me a couple of bags of kale or some shit. Or like organic kale because that's always dear as fuck. Get to patreon.com forward slash slaggy podcast and enjoy the party. Guys, there's a fella you know and I know. And the guy's doing a show in the Ulster Hall on Saturday the 10th of September 2022. It's my brand new show, Bits and Pieces, like the the, the Artmesia classic tune. I can't get that high, but you know what? And it's my new stand-up hour, and I can't wait to do it. It's going to be the best hour I've done to date. And if you want to be a part of it, you know, it's, is it going to be filmed? I don't know. Is it ever going to be seen? Who knows? It could be a once-in-a-lifetime experience. But what I'm saying is if you want to experience that in your life for a one-off in person, get to the Ulster Hall on Saturday the 10th of September. You can get tickets for the show via the link in the description of this video or this audio podcast, whatever way you consume this content. The link is there. So that's Saturday, 10th of September, 2022, at the Ulster Hall. Or if you're French, Le Hall de Ulster. Come see my new show now. The Sly Guy podcast is brought to you in association with summertime. And summertime means one thing, beer. And if you want a good beer, if you want a fresh beer, if you want a crisp beer, if you want a tasty beer... You want a modest beer. And that's why the podcast is brought to you in association with our friends and yours, Modest Beer. Modest, as you know by now, say it with me, guys. They're a little independent brewery based in, not Hollywood anymore, but they originated here. You want to know more about Modest? You want to buy some of their swag? This isn't Modest outfit at all. This is a Giacomo special. And I realized that when I put it on now, um, the horizontal lines don't do me any favors. But Modest merchandise will do you favours both on the eye and on the mind so go to www.modest.co.uk to check out the range of merch and also order yourself a case of beer because that's what Modest are all about beer follow them on all the social media handles too at Modest Beer guys sit back relax take your trousers off pull your pants down even take your pants off and put them on your head for all I care but enjoy this episode of the Slag Out podcast and I was going to say there stick your pants in your mouth but that sounds really vulgar and dirty I don't mean that just have a nice time and listen to the show I'm the Slag Guy guys hello and welcome to this week's episode 
of the Sly Guy podcast. Before I start, I realise this this t-shirt wasn't a good choice, right? I got this t-shirt because it tried to be a little bit outside the box. I tried to change my style a little bit. I always wear black. I'm always dark. I'm always looking plain, boring. My wife was like, you look stupid in the podcast. You look stupid. You look like you have no fashion sense. You look like a boring, big, fat, slob pig guy. I said, hey, there's no need to insult my personality, my appearance, and my weight, and not once give me any sort of positive or negative critique on my attire. So what you've done is physically insult my my actual body, but not critique my fashion. So she said, listen, why don't you try something a little bit different, a little bit lighter, a little bit fresher? So I did. I ordered this T-shirt off that very popular French um, boutique, online boutique store, Jacomo. And Jacomo sent me this top, and I realised I look like a big grown-up version of Pugsley from the Adams Family. Like, look at it. The horizontal lines also make my tits look less like pecs and more like full-on tits. I look like I've just got full-on tits. And I don't know about any guys out there that listen to this podcast. Whenever you buy... Whenever you go out and you buy a shirt, one of the requirements you do not go all in for is like, hey, I want this shirt to make it look like I've got big old tits. Like, not even pecs, just tits. Like, my pecs used to be a little bit more like like V-shapes. Like, you know, they used to be, now they're just big slobs of tits. And I mean, I've nothing against tits. Like, like um, if anything... You know, I'm a fan of a fan of them, but on, on me, not so much. So I'm just getting over the fact that I look stupid. I'm just getting over the fact that we've just finished celebrating the glorious 12th. Now, I know some people be like, is it, that's what it's called, isn't it? I, for one, spent my 12th just inside. I just, like, because to me, now, again, this might split the room. And this, is, this is the beauty of, of, of having an opinion, right? Is... You can say something, you can use the word glorious 12th, and then in the very next breath go, but every year it sort of reminds me of the purge. <laughs> every year the 11th night comes, I get home, I board my windows, I batten down my hatches, I put locks everywhere, and I just hide for 24 hours till the annual purge passes, and then I sort of go out again to get like a newspaper and some pure orange juice, or whatever. You know, I like pure orange juice, I like newspaper, I need eggs. My wife went shopping today, and I went to say, here, Catherine, can you grab some eggs? And you know what I said? Can you get me rice cakes and grapes? So I fucked myself there. But yeah, every 12th, I usually try to lay, lay low. Now, I used to live in an area that was right beside a bonfire. And I, I let's be honest, I'm a big scaredy pants, right? I get really fucking stressed out about everything. I'm one of these guys who will automatically think of the worst thing that could happen as opposed to, you know, maybe it'll be all right. I go, oh no, this is going to be an absolute disaster. Um, such and such will happen. This will be dry. Oh my God. They're going to they're gonna burn my house down. And a true story, my old house that was beside the bonfire site, I made the stupid mistake of having a wooden gate between my driveway and my backyard. Now, I say I made the choice of wooden gate. I bought the house. The wooden gate was already erect. Whenever I bought it. Now, whenever I sold the house, the wooden gate was no longer erect. It was flaccid. And I don't know if that's the correct term to use for a gate, but the gate was flaccid. 
it had broken, it had flopped down, and I had to like, you know, artificially erect it. You know, I had to pretend it was able to be erect when I sold the house. And then a few weeks later, I drove past the cure and it was down. I was like, oh no, I've really mugged these guys who bought the house. But my point being is, at a wooden house, and my biggest fear, or wooden house, shit, at a wooden gate, and my biggest fear was that the wooden gate would be stolen and people walk past and go, that would look good in our bonfire prayer, you know? And then I'd be like, oh, wouldn't do I would, mate, we're fucking. And then they go, oh, and your car would look good in it too, mate, bro. And I'd be like, oh, no, please don't. So what I would do every year in my old house was drive through the wooden gate, hide my car, go to, go inside the house, close the curtains, double lock the door, and just hope for the best. Not sleep, because the noise of the top DJ, like, you know, Tiesto plays at this bonfire every year, Tiesto and Calvin Harris, and it was just hard to sleep, because people are out doing... You know, doing celebrating, which is fine if that's your culture and you celebrate, by all means do it. Um, but it's very loud and I get really stressed out by too loud noises, you know. So that was a dramatic experience. So over the last 12th, now this is, what's funny here is I'm going to tell you this because I am a guy who likes to be honest, but also I like to ruin any sort of facade that people may have, may have to think you know, this is an up-to-date podcast. I'm recording this on the 4th of July. The 4th of July, National America Day. Big shout-out to all the Yanks out there. Um, if you're listening to this again on the 14th, so 10 days later, this podcast will be out. But here's the thing. I'm going on holidays. You can see I'm wearing my Pugsy shirt. I'm feeling all right. I'm going on holidays, and then I'm moving out of the studio. So you may or may not get some guest episodes over the week. You know, in fact, this isn't the 12th episode. I'm just fucking talking shit. <laughs> this episode's going out this week. This episode's going out on Thursday. I'm a dunce, but it's fun to talk about the 12th. <laughs> ben will be sitting listening to this in the attic going, oh my God, why why does this guy even live? Like, what's his problem? No, there will be a guest, a guest episode next week because I'm going on holidays and then I'm moving out of this office. So we need to kind of bank podcasts in this studio space, you know, and like make it look like we're kind of up to date until just one week you'll be like, boom, there's a new studio. And you'll be like, that was a very seamless turnover when in reality it'll be about, you know, four weeks worth of planning, moving restructuring, painting, decorating, clearing out this old space, filling in any holes that we may have left. And I say holes, you're probably thinking like nails and stuff. I mean glory holes. This office is just plundered with glory holes. Like you would think I had bought this gaff off the pet shop, but you think this was the pet shop boys office before I got it because they're guys that love glory holes. You know, they're odd guys. Weird fashion sense, which is rich coming from me. But one thing you're sure about, those guys love glory holes, you know. Could have made a joke and said, hey, it was Tim McGarry's office, and, you know, and instead of just the hole-in-the-wall gang, it was the glory hole-in-the-wall gang. I missed that and I said, pet shop boys first. Stupid. But Tim McGarry has been in this office and he did suspiciously look at, at the glory hole and be like, that's a good idea. Maybe do one of those up in Belfast. Worst impression ever. <laughs> He'll hit me next time I see him. But yeah. So we're good, and this is what, what we're at. So I hope everyone listening is like, this is a fun time. Because when you do listen to this, I'll be, I mean, I say I'll be on holiday, I'll probably be en route to my holiday. So while you're listening to this, I'll probably be 
in like I know because again I thought it was like next week this is a total shambles this is this is maybe this is just the, the breakdown that I'm having you know I was going to say this that well next week when you listen to my podcast with Andrew Ryan I'll be in transit to my holidays I'm going on a boat because everyone's cancelled all the planes Covid's fucked everything and I was like why is Covid cancelled all the planes the answer is obviously because all the staff have been laid off and it's just a nightmare so we're going on a boat an overnight boat me my wife my two girls four year old and one year old I may I may crack you know that could be the straw that breaks the camel's back so to speak so whilst you are listening to this or the guest episode they'll be next week with Andrew Ryan big man's probably just losing hair getting stressed out having a terrible time but um I'm feeling honestly good this week. If you listen to the guest that are the extra podcast on Monday there over on Patreon, you will have heard I was doing a lot of gigs. You know, I was I was um predicting a total wipeout for myself. Because when you do I always find that when I do a load of gigs in a row, my body's like, Yeah, yeah, you know you know X amount of dates are in are, are in your plan. You know you're doing, you know, say five shows and you're like yeah you power through that then when you come you have no shows your body just goes you're dead now mate you're totally exhausted you get a cold you're busted but today i feel pretty good you know today was a fun day it's a nice nice day weather wise so i went out had a nice walk with the dog brought you know the baby out with me too that was a lot of fun and then i took holly to her to her summer scheme so there you go that's that's i'm just being a parent now you know, even though I'm a full-time comedian, and I should be writing stuff, and I should be replying to emails and doing... Nah, I'm here doing this for what keeps saying next week when it's actually in two days' time. So what we can do now, since it's a solo episode and I've recorded about 40 podcasts already today, is just do the old classic of going on the BBC and see what's going on. Oh, no. Tim Westwood has a little bit of a complaint against them. Let's see what they're saying. The BBC has revealed that a complaint against former Radio 1 DJ Tim Westwood had previously been referred to police. The complaint's one of six the corporation now says has received about alleged bullying or sexual misconduct by Westwood. Um, no evidence of complaints be found at the time. Oh, so BBC are like, ah, oh, there's no complaints against Westwood. They're like, we'll look into it. Yes, six. <coughs> People don't like West. Which, by the way, you know, I can understand. Like, Westwood's a weird guy. You know what I mean? See if you are... Uh, like, if you are an like like a an urban DJ, try to not look, you know, like you're a smicked out guy. You know, like, Westwood doesn't look like he is... A hip hop DJ. If you looked at Westwood, he looks like the kind of guy that you would see sitting on a gambling machine in, in a bookies in the shankle. You know, he looks like the kind of guy that spends all days in the fruit machine. Ah, oh, bollocks! Reaches him another coin. He's that look about him. And then when he finishes doing that, he delivers Chinese's. You know, say delivers Chinese's. He looks like the kind of guy that would drive around. You know, a, a girl of questionable age. To deliver the Chineses, and he would just drive about in a wee souped-up car. You know, he would have his car lowered. He would have a saxo. It'd be lowered with blacked-out windows. It would stink of weed, and you just hear <laughs> groovy baby because it's the way he speaks. 
That's his voice, and he says shit like Austin Powers says, Yeah, baby, I'm horny. Westwood, weird guy, right? I don't know if any of you guys have ever seen Westwood live in, live in concert. It's an experience. I have seen Westwood live. I saw him in BCM when I was 18, right? I was there. I went to... Like, I was in Magaluf, uh, like, when I finished school, so it would be 18... Me and my group of mates went to Magaluf for two well, two weeks, which in hindsight is absolutely fucking mental. Like two weeks on a lad's holiday, drinking every day. Like why did my dad not go to me? Go for four days, mate. I was like, nah, we're going for two weeks, 14 days in Magaluf, drinking every night. Like see now, look, like if I die, that's probably a large percentage influence on that, the fact that I would die. But also, you know, if I die and I don't end up in heaven, if I end up in hell, my hell would be you're going on a lot's holiday in Magaluf for 14 days. I would just die all over again. It was horrific. So we were there, like drink pre-drinking the 10 glass a night was probably the cheapest fucking vodka you get your hands on. But that was they were the good old days, you know, back when you were 18, like almost fucking half my life ago. Jesus. But we went to BCM, right? Westwood was doing a set. Now, there was all other luminaries there playing other nights. You'd legends of the the music scene. Like, you know, proper A-list recording artists. People like the MC Romeo from So Solo Crew. DJ Sammy. These kind of guys playing at BCM. This night, Westwood's on, right? And obviously at the time, wasn't a sex pervert, but also um, I was a big fan of like hip hop music at the time, you know, I enjoyed, you know, enjoyed some of those guys. Enjoyed uh, Nelly. I enjoyed a bit of Fifty Cent. You know, enjoyed stuff like that. I was a pretty, pretty much big. You know, not a lot of people have heard these these guys that I listened to at the time. You know, Dr. Dre, whatever. But I liked hip hop music and thought, yeah, it'll be a good night to go and see Westwood. So we were there to see Westwood, and like obviously he he played all the tunes and whatever, and he would do a wee bit in the mic, you know, and try and get the people hyped up and he genuinely said this right to get people going on the night he stopped and he was like ladies and then goes like way and then he said this phrase which to this day stays indelibly etched in my brain like it's stuck there and I still sometimes go what what did he exp- like what did he expect to happen there? And this is what he said. He goes, Ladies, I want to see your pussies in the sky. I remember standing there with my mates and a glass of very questionable sex on the beach. They're going, Pussies in the, p- pussies in the sky. Does he? Like, logistically, like, what's he. Like, how does that happen? Or. Like women just gonna be like sitting there, like reaching down trying to grab their 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 flaps and just lift it up to be like, or like does he expect? You know, the only other way I could think about them doing it is to have unbelievable athleticism and just like do a handstand on their walk on their hands, so their fannies are kind of up in the air in the air a little bit. But then again, that's not going to be sweet because in that case, you're just going to have loads of athletic women who've been kicking about Magaluf probably all day in the in the heat with just their 
for Minge's in no sight, you know? So that's going to be a wee bit of an experience in the club to see, you know? You'd be like, oh my God, something can't be fries. <laughs> it's going to be horrendous. But true to God, I swear my life, right? There was a guy there with his bird, right? And the guy was of similar physique to Westwood and the girl was of a similar physique to me, right? And this guy... When I say he tr- he tried so hard, like this guy tried hard to help his girlfriend get her pussy in the sky, like this guy, he like was he got, he lifted her and he was trying to like I don't know it's like he was try it was like you know when, when a dog swallows something you f- it shouldn't have you fucking trying to fucking book that up book that up and you're fucking patting the dog he was trying to like lift her but trying to like lift her valley up but she was about 16 stone and he must have been seven you know stone not years old but he was lifting her up and it was just not happening for him and then westwood just was sort of like looked at him and went like not you baby so basically what i'm saying is i can see why westwood may or may not have allegations made against them because he's scooting around telling women to do ridiculous things. Put your pussies in the sky. No, Westwood. Keep your pussies at waist height with your feet in the ground. I don't want your pussies at waist height with your hands on the ground. Because there you go. That's another thing. When you're, you, you wouldn't, the pussies wouldn't be that much higher if you were to even do a handstand. Unless you're like able to like climb up on the fucking... The, the fixtures in the nightclub unless you're like able to climb up to another level your pussy's not going into the sky unless you unless, you're, unless you, you're friends with Elon Musk and you're like listen Elon I need you to help me get my pussy in the sky here I don't want to I don't want you to be Elon Musk today I want to be Elon Muff alright I want you to shoot this box into the sky because West was asked it you know and then what would he do if they were you know that's my next question like what if that was achieved, what's Westwood going to do other than be like, oh, wow, there's some pussy in the sky there. Nice. Like, just, yeah, that's all he'd have to do. Nice one. He's not getting anything from it, you know what I mean? Very weird guy. But this is the beauty. This is the beauty of not knowing um, or recording too many podcasts in a day that you just, um, you don't know what's, what you're going to talk about and i just i just done a great episode there for next that's going to be out next week with andrew ryan it was a lot of fun but now um but now i'm just like trying to like do this podcast now but but not make it a total fucking waste of time because i won't be able to get back um to do another podcast so this is this is the joy you know this is the joy of having to to do so many podcasts and then go on my holidays you know um again that's where we're at so it's all good i hope you guys enjoy this um this studio and and if you like if you like the the guest episodes and whatever else you should be made aware that there's going to be more guest episodes coming over the next few weeks. There are some pretty good guests coming up over on Patreon. And there's some pretty good guests going to just be on the regular podcast. 
and it's actually been quite fun recently. I don't know if you get because sometimes, right, whenever you do a podcast, you have little peaks and you have little troughs, and sometimes you're like, "Fuck me, why did I even bother my horse to do this?" Sometimes you get people, you know, commenting on podcasts, and sometimes you're like, "It annoys you a bit," you know, because obviously there's a bit of effort goes in to doing a podcast. You don't just fucking do it and like it's it's not like a you know it's not it's not just something you just casually pop in and do there's a bit of planning to it a bit of organization it's a bit of work so whenever you get people just fucking being fucking snarky just go fuck off used to annoy me a bit now i'm kind of like what look at the, look at this guy's life you know if you're if you're really sort of sitting there commenting on a podcast i guess this is so shit you're a loser you know you're a nerd so I think at the minute that's kind of fun that that, that I'm just putting out stuff and people are liking the guest episodes they're liking the sort of mixture of of live or or of of guests and just solo podcasts so I I enjoy that and I just want to say to the patrons who are being a lot more interactive at the minute with sort of listeners questions for the Extra Sly Guy podcast you know putting questions out there for guests I appreciate it. You know, it's it's actually helping the podcast get better. So I'm hoping now that once we move into a new space, we'll we'll redesign or reconfigure the setup so as it makes you know there's more room for shooting the podcast. There's better setup for the guests, whether that's you know a different audio setup, maybe a couple of camera options. It'll come. So. Yeah, it's it, it 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 is fun, and you know this week generally has been pretty, pretty fun. You know, it's nice getting like to do podcasts with guests are so much easier than doing podcasts solo because you just have a chat. You know, that's ultimately what podcast is, and you just a wee chat. And next week's regular podcast with um, Andrew Ryan was a lot of fun. This week's guest episode over on Patreon it has myself and comedian Ishan Akbar who, you know, is a stalwart on the Have Word podcast. He's been on QI, Mock the Week. You know, he's probably going to be on a few other things soon, but I'm not allowed to, to say what. And he was over doing something and came on to the podcast, and it was 10 out of 10. You know, the, the Patreon episode it was one of the most I've ever laughed at anything ever. So hopefully that you guys over on Patreon will listen to it, enjoy it, have a nice time, think to yourselves... That was a lot of fun, wasn't it? That was a lot of fun. Um, and then hopefully that's what you get back. So, yeah, it's exciting times. Moving the studio will be a lot of fun. Going holiday will be a lot of fun. And then just getting ready for the big Ulster Hall show. All a lot of fun. All a lot of fun. So, that's where we're at. I'll go into questions here now because, again, I don't want to just drag this on for the sake of it, you know. So, we'll just we'll go into the, into the questions and see what people... Are asking, um, you know what gets me? See when people are uh, complaining about the podcast. It's so funny. Is this is this just on Patreon? Yes. Patreon's too quick, guys. Going over. It's a nice time. Um, let's see the questions. Oh yes, by the way, if you need to... I'll mention at the end, actually. 
Where are the questions? This is the content that people come to see. John Joe um, has asked, how was Tommy's first set? So what he's asking about, um, you may know boxer Tommy McCarthy, former European champion of the Europe, I didn't say of the world, but Europe's Europe, right? Um, he's a cruiserweight boxer. He tried stand-up there at a gig I was at um, on Saturday night. And honestly, he absolutely smashed it. You know, um, it was a really funny set. Obviously, when you see someone doing their first gig, you're always rooting for them. You know, nine times out of ten, unless the person is an asshole, you want them to do well. And Tommy's top guy, you know, and to see, you know, somebody go from like an elite level of athletic performance into an elite level of mental performance um, was quite a, quite a thing to see, you know. And I thought it was one of the best first sets I've ever seen. You know, he, he really did well. The crowd loved him. He had a lot of funny bits, a lot of bits that he can build on. I thought he was really great. And it was good to see. It's nice to, you know, see good new acts coming on the scene. And, and he's a fun guy to hang about with, is our Tommy. So, yeah, his first set was tremendous. Um, Joe has said, why is everything... Pa-? I'll not, not rate that out, Joe. I'll not rate that out, Joe, because it is sly. And it's not my opinion. It's something you've asked. And I think it's I think you're being silly. Patrick has said, Do you have any more live podcasts scheduled? It must have been an amazing experience for you having your kids see what you do live through a crowd. A very proud moment, I'm sure. Can't wait to get home to see some live NI comedy. <coughs> yeah, so if you're a regular listener to the podcast, you'll know Patrick. Formerly known as the Belfast guy in China. He's a guy who, you guessed it, sort of of a similar ilk in terms of um, naming as Psychic Glenn. You know, it does kind of very much do what it says in the tin. Glenn is called Glenn. He's Psychic, Psychic Glenn. Patrick was a guy from Belfast, living in China, Belfast guy, China. But now Patrick is coming home again, and I'm interested to see. You know, I, I might Patrick, I might get you on because I'll be keen to talk to you about about your travels and 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 whatnot and living through a bloody pandemic in in China would be pretty cool. Um, but yeah, he's referencing the fact that I have my daughter Holly um, come and see me do stand up for the first time, which was, you know, what it was a weird experience because we had decided to go to this. Well, I was booked to do the Standall Festival, so it's a pretty cool festival. that takes place in Lima Valley every year. Now you're probably on paper going to go weird. That you said a pretty cool festival taking place in Lima Valley because usually, you know, pretty cool things don't happen in Lima Valley. But Standall is always a lot of fun and this year I was in to do a set at it and um, it was really good you know the the actual experience was fine you know it was a good time I brought Holly she was in a wee festival gear had her makeup done got some nice food played some you know did some games went on some rides she had a great day I then had to do stand up at the end of that which is always a weird thing because I've done stand all before and don't get me wrong I love doing it and I will want to do stand all every single year from now until the end of time all right but every single time you do it 
the best you can do I have found out at Stenthal is is fine because it's always like they, they say on it it's an over 16s event but there's always like a 5 year old or a 4 year old sitting front row being like mummy and the mummy's like yeah why is that big fat man up there it looks like Mick Foley talking about sucking his dad's cock for what's a cock mate and then it's like ah so I don't like to do but naughty material you know and, and then whenever I do PG stuff I'm like I just don't think that's that funny I just not a, not a PG guy you know I like to be rude I like to be on, on the nose a bit and then whenever you have to do like PG sets you're like you know a bit a bit sort of conflicted and then as much as I would want to do you know if, if I had just gone fuck it I'll just do my regular set on that occasion my wife was there with my four year old so that would have been very um, not not disrespectful very oh what's the word very da 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 my brain is, is just mush not disrespectful very this is the most embarrassing moment in my podcast life I cannot think of a word <laughs> irresponsible thank fuck brain now the good thing about that is we're on a podcast imagine that's on stage sometimes that happens when you do stand up I just forget a word but very irresponsible of me to do that but then ultimately you know I got a decent enough reaction I was happy enough say 6 out of 10 when I finished she came up on stage she was all buzzing got a photo it was very cute now did I know that whilst I was on stage and I couldn't see her she needed to go to the toilet there were no toilets nearby so Catherine took her around to do a piss and there was just nothing covering the fact. So basically she was just holding her, just pissing at the side of the stage that everyone in the audience could see. So there's my daughter who's going to have her big moment of coming on stage, get a photo of her dad, oh, it's all sweet, just doing a full piss on the ground. Beside the stage. So, yes, Patrick, it was a very proud moment for me. It was a lovely moment to have... But also, it was pretty cringe because there's a four year old pissing. Now, again, if anyone's looking at her pissing, kind of pervert guys, you know what I'm saying? So, just got to leave it at that. Let's see. Naomi has said, she's made a statement. Now, this is Naomi's style now. She makes statements, saying stories. So, her statement this week is Is there anything people can't make money out of? And it's a link weirdly to Kieran Bartlett's Instagram. Um, wow. Sorry. Wow. Bloke makes twenty eight grand a month by letting people wake him up however they want. I mean, this is sweet. Jakey Boom, a full time social media influencer from Australia's Gold Coast. No, the only Gold Coast is North Down, my friend has recently blown up on the video-based platform where he has 520,000 followers thanks to his unusual wake-up calls. A bloke is making money in his sleep by charging people to wake him up and he's racking up 28 grand a month. Jake Boehm is a social media influencer influencer, and came up with a clever way to earn a bit of extra cash and rigged his bedroom up with speakers, lasers and a bubble machine. He then encouraged his followers to pay to wake him up. They can choose whenever the song they like and it's backed up with an annoying light and a show Jakey from Australia is now going viral and has racked up 
uh, you know all the shit. Like, what sort of way is it? And I have a TikTok user. This is so bo- like people do make money in fucking weird ways. But this is the thing again. It's like like that old adage of why is there always shit stuff on the TV because there's an audience for it. You know what I mean? Um, and now. You know, people are doing things like selling farts and selling dirty not like dirty pants and everything. Um There you go, and that's it. So it's yeah, it's a weird old fucking time. You know, it's it's weird people are selling these things. Obviously, in my shoes, I'd be like, I would sell anything to just try to you know, not have to fucking sell tickets flat out all the time. But I'm doing a show, I'm doing a show, I'm doing a show, I'm doing a show. But it's just one of those things, isn't it? Like if, he, if people are stupid enough to pay this guy to wake him up, now that's not as extreme as I thought it would be. I thought that he was actually going to just go to sleep and be like, "You can wake me up however you want," and like you could enter his room, you know, like that'd be one. Imagine you just rimmed him, <laughs> wake me up however I want, and he's like, <laughs> just got speakers, but just silence, and you just hear. He's like, "Oh, what's that? That feels." Wow, this dream I'm having is really... Why are you licking my ass? I can say I can wake you up any way I want. And that's how I'm going to do it. But what a nice time, eh? Listeners' questions are always a lot of fun. Now, I will have a look at some of the listeners' questions on Patreon because um, I put a wee call up to get questions for the Patreon episode with Andrew Ryan. But as usual, um, Andrew actually had the bounce now I say bounce he um, had his, his girlfriend with him and they were actually going on a date so whenever we were going to record it she was going they were going on a date together she had come with him had to sit through a podcast I felt sorry for her because hey who'd want to sit through a podcast with just two fellas talking shit and just she's like hey we're supposed to go on a date here worst date ever Andrew but they bounced and then I didn't actually answer any of the questions that the fantastic patrons had asked so I feel like I should maybe look at them now. If some of them are specific to him, I'll just save them and do it on the next one anyway. um, But of course, Naomi's back on the scene. And I said, if you were to create a new sex position, what would you call it? And how flexible would you need to be to get into it? Well, if I were to make a new sex position... um, I don't know, like... I like I know I, I, I like the idea of taking pre-existing sex positions and changing them up. For example, the sixty-nine, where you know your face is in a gunt, their face is all in and around your dick and balls. Or I mean, if you're same sex, you know it's in and around the same genitalia as what you have, and your face is in and around the same genitalia also that you have. So. You know, that's what the 69 is. But I would like to say, just do a stand-up 69. That's like the Tombstone Piledriver, the Undertaker's finisher, the stand-up 69. I think that shows a level of enthusiasm, but also power, like definite quad power. You know, if someone someone was going to stand-up 69 me, that's impressive. Can you imagine? That would be my position. In fact, I would do the reverse. Like, I don't know what that would be. Instead of a 69, it would be a 66. In fact, it would be a 96. I don't know. A 96 is what I do with my wife at the minute, really, because 
we sleep top to toe in the bed and she doesn't touch me but one where the, the butt's maybe in your face and you're just eating standing around eating out a butt would be quite funny <laughs> I mean it'd be really weird to see front on you know I don't know if any have anyone seen right just now I speak I, I might be talking shit here but that that potential sexual style right I'm pretty sure that in Paris Fashion Week or something a designer designed an outfit not of a guy just walking around with a full guy's arse in his face but like fashion with person attached to to model this could be funny if I just made this up it's stupid but um let's see yeah yeah so this is tremendous somebody <laughs> has done th this is the sexual position I would do right this is my sexual position here um Ben please put this into the podcast right models when was this done 2015 models wear each other down the runway and you won't believe the photos yeah mental um let's see the designer's known for pushing the end here's the thing hey fashion designers just make clothes that look good don't be having people attached to other people um models hit the runway with a number of neutral bodysuits cloaks and dresses like what is the functional purpose of a cloak you know unless you're robin hood you shouldn't wear a cloak and the only reason he wears a cloak is to fucking whip it off to pull out his arrows to go doink you know only in Robin Hood and on the runway in Paris do you wear neutral bodysuits cloaks dresses with major draping asymmetrical hemlines and parachute like jumpsuits yeah oh wow this is a great one so what I like about this right there's one model and I think her job is to just be hung off other models so this is in fact there's the stand up 69 right there ben get it up stand up 69 right this woman walking around if she was a little bit higher she could just be literally oh wow and this one's even better how do you keep a straight face when someone's arse is just right in your grill like this woman here is super like, look at her face. She is focused whilst it looks like somebody's actually burrowing away into her snatch. Like, that would be a fun day at the office to just, you know, be doing your job whilst being sucked off. But, yeah, this is what fashion is. They just put these outfits on and go for it. Now, this is what I like. The designer has been described as unapologetic. Um, when it comes to his artistic decisions. Um, he revealed in interviews he likes to stir things up. I'm not good at subtlety, he told Details Magazines. If you're not going to be discreet and quiet, if you're going to be discreet and quiet, just go all the way, have the balls to shave off your eyebrows, bleach your hair and put on some big bra big bracelets. That is a lot of fun. Listen, see if you're not going to be you. Ha see you, you've no fucking balls. Shave off your eyebrows, all right? Shave off your eyebrows, bleach your hair and wear a fucking bangle. No. Because... Who shaves off their eyebrows <coughs> other than people who are mentally ill? The only people that have their eyebrows shaved off are people who are mentally ill or people who fall asleep too early at a house party when you're like 15. Shaved eyebrows. Let's see this for style. Is this a thing now that's happening? Oh, no not a sweet look yeah this guy obviously Jared Leto is, is a guy who shaved off his eyebrows and hey 
Does he look sweet? Shocker? No. Oh boy, Jared Leto shaved off his eyebrows for a movie role and the result is so freaky. Yeah, like see anyone without eyebrows, it's the weirdest thing ever. Like I think here's the thing, right? I'll tell you this now. <clears throat> if my Ulster Hall show sells out, afterwards I will shave off my eyebrows in the podcast. There you go. That's the only way I will shave my eyebrows off is if my Ulster Hall show is a great show and it sells out and I get a standing ovation I will shave my eyebrows off live in the podcast and I will let you sponsor me and I'll give money to charity so there you have it my sponsored eyebrow shave if my Ulster Hall show sells out so there you go get on the link below sell this to people tell your mates you gotta buy tickets to this if this sells out, Dave's going to shave off his eyebrows and donate any money he gets to a charity. And what we'll do as well, we'll put anybody up there with um, with suggestions for charity over on the Patreon. Suggest any charities and whoever is the sort of the most popular charity or the one that we think would be the best suit. I will donate any money that I get to my the said chosen charity. But again, I have to sell it Ulster Hall. You have to buy tickets for me to get rid of these babies. And they might never grow back the same. So that'll be an experience. Um, Now, what I will say is the remainder of these questions on Patreon, which I specifically asked for myself and Andrew Ryan, or as I like to call him, Andre Rion, are exclusively for him and me, you know. So obviously Naomi has asked for a sex position because she's a dirty minx, but... The rest are specific to to Andrew. So what I will do is I will save them for another day. I'll get him back, um, and we will we will do the podcast. So there you have it, guys. That's this week's episode of the Sly Guy Podcast. Was it a classic? Probably not. Is it done? Yes. Do we all have other things to do? Yes. Do you have to listen to it if you don't like it? No. But what we've got out of it is we've learned a new sex position. We've looked at some pretty weird fashion. We've talked about Westwood. We have. Also said that if Ulster Hall sells out and goes well, I will shave off my eyebrows and I will do a big donation to charity. A charity of someone's choosing for people with no eyebrows. So guys, follow the link below. Get me to shave my eyebrows off. I'll forget this next week, so you'll have to tell people that I said I would shave my eyebrows off if I sell out Ulster Hall and then tell people. And if it sells out, the eyebrows are gone. You know, we'll, we'll do it publicly too. I'll let you pick who is the shaver as well. And guys, look, have a good week, whatever you are doing. Hope you are having a fun time. Thank you for listening to the podcast. If you want to get more, you want to see more guest episodes, get on over to Patreon. Again, check out the sponsors, Modest Beer. Oh, wow. This, um, this Glenn's skull is flickering, which is pretty scary. But yes, if you want to know that. By the way, I have a, an exclusive podcast series over on Patreon too, The Psychic and the Stand-Up with me and Psychic Glenn. The episode of Aaron Butler is up there now. And next Friday, will the episode with myself, Glenn, and Shane Todd will be there too. We're recording another episode of that this week. And this week's guest episode features the fantastic Ishan Akbar. So guys, have a nice week. Look after yourselves. Buy tickets to the Ulster Hall show and you know, don't shave your eyebrows. Bye. I'm 
the sly guy.